Hi, I'm George Stalker, and this is Last Week in .NET, the week ending, 12 June, 2021. Now we've come down from build, and we've gotten back to the grind. There were two releases this week, followed by a ton of interesting stuff. So let's get down to what is happening in the .NET space. .NET 5.0.7 has been released, and it's a small release that mostly fixes CVE-2021-2021. 31957. Now, in that same vein, .NET Core 3.1.16 has been released and it also fixes the aforementioned CVE. There's an article out by Microsoft's Kate Crawford that says AI is neither artificial nor intelligent, and I've never agreed with a headline more. End to end encryption is coming to Microsoft Teams which will send corporate legal compliance teams into tizzies. So I'll assume that's the end-to-end uh, -end part, uh, but your employer will probably have keys to it because that's who's paying the tab. There's a design proposal to make directory.build.targets just work for MS Build, and as someone who is still very much scared of MS Build, I hope this means fewer nightmares. Microsoft's Threat Intelligence Center helped the FBI confiscate the hacker's wallet from the Colonial Pipeline ransomware hack, and they're being mum on what help means. Some commenters note that Windows 10 has a built-in keylogger, and I'm seriously reconsidering Linux. Visual Studio now supports deep links for Git pull requests. The 1990s called, and they asked for royalties on this tech. The first known malware targeting Windows containers is out. But don't worry, everyone's safe because no one uses Windows containers. Also, if you are forced to use Windows containers, I have to assume that's about the 20th worst part of your job. There's a blog post out about JetBrains Writer must use plugins. Now, selling Microsoft-based developers on a better IDE is like selling shoes to the cobbler's kids. I respect JetBrains here, but it's always going to be an uphill battle. JetBrains has another blog post just released titled Import Settings from Visual Studio and Visual Studio Code to JetBrains Rider, in case you wanted more evidence of that uphill battle. The .NET Community Standup asks, what's new with Blazor in this video they just released? And so I have to ask, what, what's new, Blazor? Do you need to inject text into an ASP.NET core response? Rick Strahl has you covered. Now, this post is uh, over a year old, but it's still the best resource if you need to rewrite the response in ASP.NET core. Emo Landworth has a design out to make exception.toString useful. And if accomplished, I'd like to have Emo's babies. Only one of those statements is a joke, and I'll leave it to you to decide which one. Azure App Service supports .NET 6 Preview on Linux and Windows Early Access. This is according to Brian, excuse me, Byron Tardiff, and that's at BKTV99 on Twitter. Visual Studio 1.57 has been released, and I got to say, there will come a tipping point where new features gives Visual Studio Code a bloat profile similar to Visual Studio. It's kind of like the Wilford Brindley line but for software. There's a blog post out called Rediscovering Implicit Casts. 
or as I like to think about it, more than you ever wanted to know about implicit casting in C-sharp. And lastly, Christina Warren shows us that Comic Sans makes a pretty good IDE font, and I hate myself for how much I like this. Well, that's it for what happened to last week in .NET. I'm George Stucker, and if your team is on .NET and you're thinking about moving to microservices, well, you should probably check out move2micro.services first. Again, the URL is move2micro.services. Thanks, and I will see you next week.